ladies, gentlemen, and all my Reese's pieces in between. Yo, this is yo guy, yo spick, yo nig, yo Jew, yo self-righteous Republican, you're all... Yo, this is Soap Apple again with another episode of the Soap Apple Incognito Podcast. And what we call that rock here, hmm? the Spick Podcast. And I'm very happy and excited to report to y'all today because I kind of took a little bit of break of the format. But really quickly, some house news here for our longtime listeners of the I'm Black, He's Mexican Podcast. Please be aware that me and Arizona Verse will be coming back together again in a rebranding of sorts. So please stay tuned for that. But before I can get into the news of this past week, I got to let you know that this episode has been brought to you by Canada. As in, I'm going to move to Canada as soon as my marijuana card expires here. Will I? I don't know. But, you know, that's that's what I want to tell myself. Now, quick uh, recap for all you who have been paying attention, who can give a F, and who've been riding with me. Um, I recently lost my gig at my government job for calling a hoe a prostitute, which wouldn't have been far-fetched by any means. Uh, but I still deny it to this day that I said anything of that nature. But let me tell y'all, and it's not... For me not having it is not for me not wanting to, but I took a little bit of a break from my indulgences. And to be honest with you, I mean, besides coming, I mean, the only other thing that I kind of require besides, you know, saying the love and guidance of God, you know what I'm saying, has been my marijuana. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it uh, without sounding like a fiend or without sounding like, you know what I'm saying, just a, a regular ass John, like when I smoke, it calms me down. When I smoke, it allows me to focus. When I indulge, it allows me to deal with BS that normally would aggravate me, agitate me, do everything to me but excite me, and allow me to deal with life. Some might say that would be a crutch. Some might say that that's, you know, no way to live life. But considering my situations and my obstacles and things of that nature, that allow me to deal. Some people have some wine. Some people, you know what I'm saying, have their cigarettes. And please believe I definitely used to enjoy that like a mug. You know what I'm saying? Some people, you know, whatever. Enter your vice in here. Like, we all have it. You know what I'm saying? Coffee, same difference. You know, we trade, you know what I'm saying, one habit for another. And, again, I can't front. I used to smoke, like, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a couple snacks in between, if you know what I'm talking about. Like, that actually... And I might, and mind you, not a no Snoop Dogg with Khalifa type ish, like nothing like that. Although I would hope that I can keep up with them, but you know what I'm saying? I would, you know what I'm saying? I would indulge at work, have a little vape pants, sneak off to the restroom, a little real quick, and you know what I'm saying? Get back to my mundane, you know what I'm saying? Work lifestyle, like it was nothing to me. And one thing that I realized that I guess it's been difficult, not to say uh, managing, not to say it's been difficult to live but one thing that i notice is that not smoking i keep a lot of my thoughts to myself as to where maybe i because of its hilarity i would have just said it out loud or you know i wouldn't have wanted kept it to myself because i figured you should know this you know it's like the who was that cat who got in trouble for leaking the nsa documents some snow edward snowden like it's like 
not to say that I had that kind of power or that kind of intel that I felt like I had to tell it to the world, but whatever kind of information, news source, or what have you that was running through my mind, I felt like, you need to know this. Let me tell you this. By the way, it might be offensive, so please don't be offended. Like, this would happen, which again leads me to believe that I might have, in fact, Call that hoe a hooker and tell, told her to rock it like a prosti. Like, I, I, I still can't let it go because it's so, it, it's so mind-boggling that I wouldn't have that kind of common sense or decency to keep a comment like that to myself. Mind you, was I hitting on hoes? Heaven forbid. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, nah, nah. I mean, I would. I used to. You know, I, see, and that's the thing, too. And that's the thing that, that I, it makes me chuckle at myself is that, Anyone who I would tell the story to, because of how they know me, because of how candid and how blunt I could be, they were they, they would all tell me, oh, yeah, I can see that. I can hear you saying that. And I'm like, damn, like, does no one have any faith in me? But it's not even about having faith in someone. It's about, oh, that fits your M.O. And that's one of the things that as smart as I was, as, as far as as smart as I thought I was about how I was containing myself at this new gig because I figure you know what I had over 10 years of work experience that you know allowed me to learn the ins and outs of how to interact with people how to fake bs how to be a fake friend you know all that stuff that I know it sounds shady or you know whatever to, to have to admit to but you know you do what you got to do to again balance your personal life and your work life Unless you're doing what you love, those two should probably never coexist, at least for the way that I think, the way that I speak, like the professional settings that I find myself in. I could never speak as freely as I do on this show to any professional work environment. And that's just real talk. And that's both for, to protect myself and pr to protect others because some people can't handle the truth. Some people can't handle criticism. Some people can't just deal with life in itself because they have so many issues. They become so guarded and then we use this PR front that, you know, just makes everything BS. So you have to kind of live with that BS mentality and know when to check in. When to check your ego out the door, so to speak. You know, I'm hoping I'm making sense. I'm hoping I'm not just rambling. But again, I discovered that about myself that I'm like, there was a couple situations, a couple racy situations where because of me not being of the influence, for for me not having my, I don't even want to say, not having my throat open because I always feel like I'm, I'm spiritually and kind of like that. But because I've given myself a moment to kind of reflect like, I've been so slow to speak. Motherfuckers might think I'm retarded. Um, but I've I just been very, you know, I've, I've kept things to myself. Because, again, as hilarious as I might think that I am, or I hope that I am, that I believe that I am, that y'all can be the judge, um, not everything should be said. And it's so funny that I, I, would, I would nag on the young homies when they would speak so out of term because I'd be like, yo, yo, you shouldn't say that. Oh, no, 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 that wasn't a good move. Like, I would always, and it's uh, like the Bible said, you know, we're so quick to, you know what I'm saying, to call out the speck in someone else's eye, but can't call out or see that we have a log in our own. 
And it's funny that I found myself in that at all times, always. And maybe maybe that's why I thought so highly of myself. You don't you don't need a whole lot of self esteem when you think very highly of yourself on some cocky ish. But I caught that, and uh, I guess he's my lead, uh, whatever. Uh, he's a native, and uh, this brother that that started with me. By the way, I jumped in really quickly. I'm on some similar government ish doing on some some elections ish trying to you know what I'm saying trying to find my way to a Russian connect hopefully they can pay me out and I can just you know what I'm saying do my time you know whatever which we'll get into the news uh, later on and why that co co aligns and y'all should know if y'all keep up with the news unless I'm your only source then you know God bless you um, but there's this there's this cat again again I guess real quick recap desperate to, to have to do some kind of gig and not have to want to wait for unemployment because Lord knows that when you do that, they like to take their time because the government don't want to give you money that you put in. Never. Why? How, how could they make money if they're giving you money? You know, they already, and no offense, if you're if you're already on the racket if you're going through some hard times, it'd be difficult for you to find a gig. But, you know what I'm saying, they already, you know, lose so much money to, to cats on that stuff already. You know, they don't want to give the next person any more. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're in it, you're in it. But if you haven't gotten there, you know, they, they, they want to hold it over your head for as long as possible. And I, I ain't embarrassed to say that, you know, because I got a family, because I got things I got to take care of, I got to jump into it. I got I to collect mine. And I know that regardless of me trying to chime in and trying to, you know, see what I can collect, um, you know, make up for something because, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'll, take, I'll take a couple of pennies, I'll, take, I'll do whatever I can. Like, I'm almost at the point where I might need to start selling some studio equipment. And Lord forbid uh, that happens because who, who, what, and the grandmammy don't want to win the Super Bowl, Power Bowl, Mega Bowl, what have you. As badly as I wish I could do that and as much as I, you know, believe that I would give and also invest in clear debts, like, that's for the birds. You know what I'm saying? Every time I, 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 I buy tickets and I spend a little $10 here, a little $20 there, I always get mad at myself. Like, why? I could have bought this. I could have got that game I was, you know what I'm saying, lusting after. I could have, this could have got me an eighth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or shit, I, it, it could have, I could have bought some, some baby wipes. You know what I'm saying? There's always something more, there's always something better to invest into other than throwing your money on a chance. You know what I'm saying? And people can say, oh, well, if you don't play, you know, you can't win. And that's true. But, I mean, if we're in the billions and there's billions of people playing, I mean, what are your odds? I mean, your odds would be getting struck by lightning more than anything else. But regardless, again, you can hope, you can dream, and I'm there right there with you. I ain't no better. I promise you. I assure you. Um, but, again, just trying to trying to make money by any means. Uh, started working again right away luckily even though i'm getting pipped by another temp agency which i mean lo and behold more than a year ago I was in the same situation getting very upset i'm getting pipped by an agency that's making three four five seven dollars per hour as i'm making less than them possibly and you know whatever you do what you got to do you know what i'm saying when you got it when you got to provide and had i had any kind of illegal connects you know what i'm saying lord forbid but lord knows you know so i would have jumped on that bandwagon already whatever what have you Anyways, um, I guess going back to the story of me watching my mouth, there was a, a native brother who's super cool. Uh, I think he took a liking to me. We had to go take uh, pictures for some photo IDs. And uh, there's a brother that was working with me too. And we're walking, we're chopping it up. Um, I could tell this dude, I mean, we're all going through things. Who, who ain't going through something? 
And this dude, uh, the brother, was talking about a, you know, a separation with his girl, um, how she's kind of filing for child support and all this stuff. And, of course, I'm all ears because I'm like, dude, how does that work? Or, you know, how do you know? So I'm trying to kind of put in my two cents as well as, you know, trying to get to know him and figure out situations for my own personal selfish reasons, I guess, while also making conversation. And I noticed how dude kept on flipping it to himself. And I'm like, well, that ain't a conversation. It sounds like you're just trying to vent. Which, mind you, I can understand, hey, if I was that for him, then, you know, good for him, right? And, you know, hopefully some karma points to me for trying to be of some help. But I can already tell I do some some selfish stuff, which, again, that's just what we are in nature. And then he started making Indian references to, again, to our native lead. And I have enough respect for for the natives of of the land because not only was they here before us i'm talking about way before they brought slaves in and way before i mean i guess well mexicans were just across the border and technically we we cousins of some sort regardless um but dude was calling him engine like not an engine but he was calling you know he was using the i word and you don't call a native that for all my brothers and sisters that are out there that are listening, that is, you know what I'm talking about. And so I try to change the subject, and no offense to my Anglo-Saxon folks, I was like, can't we just hate white people equally and not, you know, not discuss this? And so I made the native homie laugh. Uh, but the brother dude didn't see that. He made another reference again to the I word, and I don't know why it irked my heart so much, because I hate people. I hate when I have to be PR centric. But understanding how that dynamic works and why that's necessary. And again, me being sober. So maybe I'm in my feelings. Maybe I'm just super self-conscious. Maybe I'm just, you know, I'm not myself again where I probably would have made an asinine comment like that. And I realized, I'm like, man. And again, I, I'm not going to toot my horn like, oh, yeah, I'm five years sober because that ain't the case. Well, it's, it's barely been maybe about five days, possibly not even a week. Yeah, barely, probably about a week. But I ain't gonna lie, though, it makes such a world of difference. Like, not to say that I was lost in the haze or you lost in the cloud, but I honestly can't tell you where my mind has been at. And I'm pretty sure as the days progress and as, you know, as more, you know, more time I get under my belt, which I, I plan on smoking later today, it is weird just what I am seeing. And and, and what I am noticing. And I think, not that I, think, I mean, I know sometimes you, you got to get up for some air. And it's weird that, excuse me, in all, you know what I'm saying, my living in the past couple of years, I really can't think of a moment, I'm saying, why I wasn't indulging. And I don't know, I mean, that has to bastardize things a little bit, right? That has to, not to say taint things, but, you know, you can't miss someone if they don't get out of your face for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You can't enjoy a soda if it, if it hasn't been a long time since you had one. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you know how to be apart from something, how can you truly appreciate it? And I think that's kind of where I'm at. And it's crazy to see, like, for as old as I am, like, like just to come to that realization, just to be reminded of that, like, you know, I needed a little bit of a break. As, as as aggravating as it would be, as, you know what I'm saying, as pissed as I would get abruptly, you know what I'm saying, as agitating as people, places, and things would get on my nerves so quickly. Like, it's just, you know, I don't know. 
I, I, I'm still trying to figure things out. That's my that's in my little bit of an epiphany, and and all this while learning that Canada finally legalized the ish, which I'm sure is gonna run tourists up there. I'm not gonna be going over there because I mean I'm closer to Mexico than I am to Canada, and and why would I do either if you know the my drug of choice is readily available here? And luckily, you know, I'm saying my old lady had paid for my card, which God bless her because that's. I don't know. I wouldn't have invested into that. So, you know, I could tell I'm being loved when someone wastes money like that over something I wouldn't want to get my own damn self. But, uh, again, uh, yeah, so that, that's, that's been going on. Uh, most recently as well, I started working for a company called Geeks Who Drink, which is a pretty cool, like, bar trivia uh, kind of thing that happens at a couple different spots. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, just nerdy trivia. They try to steer away from trivia the same way Netflix tries to steer away from the term binge-watching. But, you know, you're asking, like, pop culture and political questions while, you know what I'm saying, you're drinking having a good time. And I started getting into hosting of that nature. Uh, so I'm trying to learn how to not swear like a sailor. And you're going to probably notice that in the show, even though I already let a couple slip. I might edit them. I might not. I might just try to watch it and try to be cohesive about that, both from just a, a way to hopefully reach a, a larger audience, but at the same time, try to better myself. That's I think if there's anything that we can do, you know what I'm saying, especially selfishly, would be to better ourselves because we can always be super selfish and, you know what I'm saying, and do dirt on others for our own selfishness and sometimes it could just be a self-improvement and you know as uh and, and for any of y'all who who enjoy uh hip-hop and r&b and soul there's a cat named phil harmonics with the ph and harmonics like the harmony and that like the school i think that's i think phil harmonics is a school or some kind of uh agency i, I forget but anyways this cat who is super dope uh super soulful super ain't about the looks he's just about the soul this cat has a has a real drake i hate to give any credit to drake but kind of like a drakeish kind of uh sound on one particular song that again seems a la mode to that and uh it's called self-love and um i don't know it's just really dope and it just and again it's about just working on yourself Again, besides it being a dope beat, besides it being a cool flow, uh, he really kind of is giving you the goodness. And I didn't know this dude produced for Christian Cat, so even more love to have for him for, you know what I'm saying, being too big to be held under a certain umbrella, especially when the stigma was throwing more shit on him than actually propping him up, as opposed to people like the Cray, who I feel is just you know shying away from the name to in order to get more clicks and more views and more listens but again that could just be me hating <laughs> you know i'm i'm self-aware enough to know when i'd be hating at the same time i'm also giving props when i do so so you know what i'm saying get off my ass and uh yeah you know what Let, let's jump into the show because finally because of i mean I, I have not stopped looking for another gig especially since this thing ain't paying nothing and i'm kind of waiting on a bigger fish uh, that I see happening in October. I'm sorry, October. We're already in October. We're near the end of it. That's happening early November. Um, it's kind of going back to the same old thing that I used to do in healthcare. I really don't want to have to go there. Uh, I despise and am appalled by companies of this nature. But damn, they can pay the bills. And that's like so important. Like, 
as much as I want to live and die for my craft and my beliefs, nigga, I got to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? I got to put food in, in people's bellies, clothes on mother effers' backs. You know what I'm saying? I got to keep the lights on. And and it's I sound like a hoe, and I admit it, you know, for, for saying this, for believing this, for going through with this. But unless God can put something bigger in my path and elevate me, which I'm hoping and which I'm hopeful for, you know what I'm saying? You do what you got to do until you can get to where you want to be or where you need to be. All right. But really quickly, I guess uh, before I go into the uh, into the show, I do want to apologize because I am coming off of a cold. It got so bad the first day that I was um, that I was working at this at this gig and it's all dead entries. So I guess that's another reason too. I'm like, you know what? It's something chill. It's something I don't have to worry about having to make friends or having to conversate or having to, you know what I'm saying? Do all that woot woot wootness. Uh, you know, just typing away again, I guess, um, you know, getting paid what it's worth, which it was more, but who doesn't, who doesn't wish they earned a little bit more. Um, you know, my cold had gotten so bad like uh my throat was just like my voice would crack like i i legit couldn't talk these these people thought man look at this temp agency bringing in the sickness with them and bringing them a deaf mute like ain't this something and uh so so again it was really bad and what was even worse is just at the point that it got to that uh, once it got to that point that's when i got hit up for the for the doing the hosting thing and luckily the first night i was just kind of playing errand boy uh second night again as i'm barely getting my voice back and still scratchy still hurting you know i gotta do all this talking and you know give all this trivia um so again it's it, and when i get sick i don't know what it is you know what I'm saying? it kind of it sticks with me for a good little minute especially because i don't like taking other medicine and I guess also, you know, at the same time, I was still kind of smoking. So, like, when you do that, that doesn't help any. You know, you really do got to lay off of it. And I guess that's another reason, too, why I laid off. Because I was like, you know what? Not only do I need to clear my mind, I really need to shake off this stupid effing cold. So, I guess that was, you know, it all just made sense, you know, making the making moves that I was making. But, again, before I go into the news, because it kind of starts on some downer-ish, I'm sorry. Uh, but as is life, as is unfortunately what the news is out there, I kind of want to hit you uh, with some shower thoughts. And and please believe I'm going to hit you with some creepy facts at the end of the episode. But since we're starting off, I'm going to give you a couple of tidbits, a couple of mind teasers, nipple tweezers. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm going with the word teaser and I'm stuck in this. So I'm going to just switch it up. Ain't no holla back, girl. Or I guess you should say, ain't no is a double negative. So when Gwen Stefani is quite, in fact, a hollaback girl. Next one. 70% of the earth is covered in water, but for whatever reason, in movies, spaceships always crash on land. That's super, just, I don't know. A date is like a two-way interview where both the people are trying to get hired while evaluating whether to hire the other person or not. Think about it. Number four, a deaf person with one arm technically has a speech impediment. Number five, art teachers tell you there's no right or wrong in art. Then proceed to give you a project with 25 requirements. That's all. Number six, 
as teenagers. Getting picked up was embarrassing because everyone started driving. As adults, getting picked up is great because you don't have to drive. Number seven, at least one Jedi probably killed themselves because they were holding their lightsaber the wrong way around uh, when they turned it on. Had to. Everyone assumes you're busy when they see you watching a movie, but don't hesitate to interrupt you when you're reading a book. Now, why is that? Number nine, Jafar didn't use his staff to hypnotize Jasmine into marrying him when he could have. He may be evil, but he believes in consent. So you take that, date raper. Now, number 10, romance would be so much different if you knew who masturbates while thinking of you. Because then you could just cut to the chase. Number 11, Sears started out as a mail order catalog that would deliver packages right to your door. And it was driven to bankruptcy because the internet site that delivers packages right to your door is getting them out of business. Storage Wars is basically some grown men opening up loot boxes. Teachers get paid surprisingly little considering the future of the country relies on how seriously they take their jobs. Now technically, everything you throw at a blind person is a UFO to them. That's That's an unidentified object. Now, the creators of Photoshop could have had a lot of fun if he didn't tell anyone. There are numbers that can theoretically be said, but are so long that we physically can't live long enough to say them. Now, there must be a portion of deaf people that don't know gifts are silent. That's terrible. Now, whatever lazy snack made it acceptable to gift-wrapped by sticking your ish in a bag and jamming tissue paper on top of it deserves a freaking medal. Now, when you drop a Lego model, it's not technically broken. It's just been returned to factory settings. Now, your entire life is just gaps between thinking about saxophones and you've just opened a new chapter. All right, so jumping right into the U.S. news, um, as if ladies couldn't take any more L's, uh, model, quote-unquote model, uh, Kelsey Quayle had died in a car crash in Atlanta just after getting shot in the neck, which was crazy. They're chalking it up to some typical road rage, which, I mean, I know Atlanta gets a lot of potholes and whatnot, so I know, like, a piss people off but as far as you know for one to come at her head to get her in the neck and then for her to you know get in a head-on collision with uh you know next uh person in line is a trip and what they were saying the cause of death was because i guess where she got hit uh it was i guess part of the body that i guess uh, i mean it was a freaking neck so she was she wasn't able to take in oxygen so technically i mean she had actually um what is it called when you i mean she ran out of area it just you know before losing control and then you know unfortunately taking another sad soul which they don't even mention bothering with their name because her being a quote-unquote model and whatnot but 
know, shouts out to them um, and having a deal. And uh, there's this missing chick from Wisconsin, uh, Jamie Klaas, who they're claiming might be in Miami after her parents were found dead. And the biggest trip about this, anytime I hear people, you know, being spotted in Florida, is she's definitely being pimped. And as terrible as, as that is to have to hear, um, you know, it's, it's terrible that she's only 13 years old. And, you know, depending on um, her missing status and whether or not she would have been abducted in the whole situation, like, it's, you know, it's a very real thing. And what um, also DJ could put it, if you listen to the previous uh, Soul Bubble sessions, they call that body brokering. And it's, it's you know, it happens in, in more ways than one. And, you know, some people are with the ish and as you see, some people aren't. And a lot of times, you know, especially when you're scared for your life, you're going to roll with the punches and uh, and do what you got to do. And then, you know, again, sometimes it can be in your favor and sometimes it, it won't. Um, and I guess in that same regard, as far as, you know, trying to get away with what you can, uh, Stormy Daniels, who, if you don't know, you know, is an erotic entertainer. She, um, lack of a better word, born star. She had an affair with uh, Donald Trump. She supposedly was paid, you know, so much to keep a hush-hush. And whether or not she broke that contract by outing him for whatever political parties were trying to, you know, incriminate dude's name, they threw out her case that she had in court. So after defamation of character and this supposedly causing a... Um, uh, what you want to call it, a tiff between her estranged or current most recent husband, which I can't imagine how uh, someone can be married to someone in that profession. I mean, F egos, like, it's, it's a matter of, I mean, I can't even say it's a matter of principality. And just, I'm wondering how people can deal knowing, you know, that the partner could be with someone else and, you know, that they're doing, you know, Lord knows what else. And obviously, if that pays the bills, and hey, you know, it's good for that moment. But then as you sit with it, as you deal with it, I'm pretty sure, I mean, it has to have its toll. And regardless of whether or not she was clowning on, you know, Trump's dick, saying that it looked like freaking toadstool from the, you know, Super Mario series, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, I mean, that, that has to do a lot of damage. So, again, they threw out her case, which they give no reason for, unless it's just a straight-up, um, I'm trying to remember what the legal reasoning is when there's a clear-cut break of contract and you, you know, you're, you know, you're, they show that when you're on the, you know, on, on the opposing side and the losing side, that, hey, you know, look, look, obviously she did this, so, you know, case dismissed. So if that is the case, again, and they had a contract and she broke it, she did this to herself. And whether or not they had an affair and whether or not, you know, they did whatever, it only helps Trump look like a, you know what I'm saying? It only strokes his ego more. And if there's anything that worse that you can do to Trump, it's, you know what I'm saying, treating him like a gremlin and feeding him after midnight, which you're definitely doing, you know what I'm saying, when you're stroking the sweet spot. So, you know, I don't know exactly what to say about that. Don't necessarily feel bad. Um, but, you know, whatever chips that we have, you know, have against the kid, you know, it's he's obviously prevailing over it. So, I mean, what can you really do? Yeah, but speaking of that, though, it's, uh, it's messed up because we finally got some rain here in Arizona. 
after I don't know how long, you know, just kind of having a dry spell. I mean, we just, I mean, finally got over the hump of summer to where it's not like butt raping and hot. And, you know, you're melting as soon as you go outside. And, um, yo, I got a freaking uh, leak from my roof, which I thought I had a good five years in when the old father-in-law came and checked it out. And that's his profession. That's what he does. That's what he knows. And, you know, whatever ish happens, I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe, you know, uh, I don't know, there is a missing, I don't know, tile or something of that nature. You know, seeing that would have caused us, would have allowed us, you know, had a dig up in the crawl space to find out that there's a whole lot more damage and a whole lot more that needs to be done and you know if y'all don't know you know roofs even the cheapest can still cost about three to five g's and you know i'm not really in the in the best place to want to throw money that way especially you know saying with cars acting up the way they do and you know, saying all the more mo most immediate bills you know needing to be taken care of and as I'm, you know, as I'm bitching about that, as I'm, you know, complaining and, you know, thinking to myself, oh, this is, you know, such a inconvenience, which, yeah, no ish. Um, I found out that people that are, you know, suffering through Hurricane Michael not only are going through uh, times where, like, literally their power's been out for Lord knows how long, they got people armed looting. And it's not even a matter of just, you know, looting uh, you know, stores, they're saying that uh, most officers lost, you know, well, they're talking about their homes and things of that nature, but people are literally just kind of kicking in the door. And it's, I guess it's happening in, what, Bay County? Not exactly too sure exactly what part of Florida that is. But, yo, Savages is on the muck, just straight up jacking folks. And that's where I'm like, yo, I mean, I guess, to, and I can't even say it just because you might be rich that, you know, it's okay because I'm sure you got insurance. But anytime you're dealing with organizations or folks outside of businesses that, again, you know, no harm, no foul, they go in, they get the thing, they get out. Not that I'm even condoning, you know, armed robbery in that essence and none whatsoever. So please don't take this as a defamation of character. But when you're doing your robbing folks, we're just trying to survive of going through the stress of just like you. Like, you know, you're foul for that. But, you know, if, if there's anything that I know, uh, you know what I'm saying, some of the most savage niggas is out there in Florida. So if you're on that side of the coast, my dudes, say be safe. I can't front, though. I know that if I was in a situation where there's power outages, you know what I'm people probably aren't going to work and things of that nature, I'm definitely, you know, hitting up a local Best Buy, you know what I'm saying, getting the kids each their own system, getting everyone their own TVs, hell, I might even, you know what I'm saying, try to pick up someone to hang outside of a Home Depot, have them help give me a couple couches, you know what I'm saying, set up, you know what I'm saying, stock up real nice, and, uh, you know, right out the storm in style, uh, but I can, I mean, I would just imagine that if, uh, you know, something like that is popping off, there has to be more important things. But you got to think that people who have been through the storms know that it is just a storm. And once that, you know, calms itself, you know, it's always going back to business. So I'm saying, why not get your little nest egg going on? But again, I'm not condoning that. And I'm not, you know, trying to lead anyone into that uh, venture of things. But I guess on the subject of uh, capital ventures, and most importantly, uh, the Republican Party, since I was, you know, since we're talking about Trump, 
I didn't know that there was a cat in there in the Silicon Valley. He's like a billionaire. He's a mega donor. His name is Peter Thiel. And this dude dropped $2,500,000 into President Trump's uh, joint front, uh, joint uh, funding, fundraising uh, committee. And according to a, a new federal election committee filing. And this dude who, again, you know, cause when, I, when I think... Um, when I think of Silicon Valley, I'm thinking like liberal, uh, you know, democratic, not to say pansies, but you know what I'm saying? People trying to, you know, chilling way, way, way on the left. But you got to figure people with money, you know, they don't to both parties. And, you know, everybody wants to be in the winning team. So, you know, it's, a, you know, what's a donation is a donation and freaking, it's a freaking tax credit. But, yeah, so that trips me on. So I'll let you know look, there's a whole lot of, you know, pockets being filled and you know being shared and one thing that i realized about trump and how a lot of his fundings uh popped off when he was younger like dude even uh you know did his dad dirty by you know saying trying to uh, take money out of his estate and like he's been making money off his dad and, and getting quote unquote you know gifts in the forms of payments like he was considered to be a landlord at the age of eight and that was just a workaround so that they don't have to uh you know pay so much and um uh like when you donate money or when you gift money like they tax that so to not be taxed you know you pretty much uh, and i guess it's legal in the state of new york you know made him a you know a legal owner so that it was as if you know who's make simply making a payment and you know i forget i think his name was fred trump donald trump's daddy so there's a lot of things and there's a uh times article about how a lot of the fundings and stuff had popped off and i mean it goes it, it just really goes to show that dude not only is bad with money which is terrible because we got him making all these deals out there but that he's you know only survived off of just having an endless credit loop which again his daddy you know had did his hustle you know with and whatnot and i don't know makes me lose a lot, lot of trust in that so the fact that you know dude is dropping so much money again he, you know if he burns a bridge if he loses someone whatever it's on to the next sucker and you know there's no matter no matter how high tech you know saying someone can can be in the caliber of stuff you know no one is uh is uh, I guess strong enough to resist the the charm or the winning side of the Republican Party. But again, I'm not going to get too into that because I used to be on the team you know, before I went independent. But as I'm talking politics, there is a funny uh, story with um, Elizabeth Warren. She had claimed to be part Cherokee, and she's the chick that uh, Donald Trump had made jokes calling her Pocahontas. And apparently the Cherokee officials say that the Trump or in DNA debate is actually isn't actually helping the tribe. And what's even more messed up with all this talk and with all this slander. And again, you know, what I'm saying I'm uh, talking about the earlier story with uh, my native homie or I, can't, I don't know why to call him homie just because I like him. Um, but employer and uh, dealing with this. So there's, there's a lot of honor, man. There's a lot of things that go with heritage and 
And when you defile a name, whether it's to get some kind of notoriety or to be seen as as a minority or to get whatever kind of, uh, you know, fundraising back. And I mean, there's I mean, there's so much that are are definitely entitled and due to the folks who you say who own the land that obviously there's contractual obligations to. So a lot of people you can try to jump on that bandwagon, whether it's to get it cut or whether it's, you know, what, what is the word when? Uh, they try to hire some kind of minority and, uh, you know, just to kind of fill in a gap. Um, and, you know, so regardless of all that, like, none of them are kicking back any money to them. None of them were actually saying, giving any proper shout-outs. It's all slander. And that's probably one of the most, like, hurtful things that you could ever think when, you know, you know you're being talked about. You know all this messed up stuff is being done. But, you know, saying you ain't got nothing to, you know, saying to back it up with, you know, and, and they're just, you know, left by the wayside, you know, just getting shit on. Well, you know, it's, it's you know, everyday, typical, you know, politics. And I mean, that's that's life, unfortunately. And um, recently there was, uh, I guess, a big settlement at uh, what, what school was it? USC, which I only really know due to like their foosball. I think they're, you know, pretty big in the football game. Uh, So they make a lot of money, which explains why they were able to make a settlement of $215 million uh, for there being more than 460 women who have sued uh, alleging mistreatment by a longtime campus gynecologist, which, bam, when this all campus gynecologist in the headline, I'm thinking, you know, that nigga did it. And uh, his name was Dr. George uh, Tinda which is kind of ironic it's but it's spelled t-y-n-d-a so maybe it's tinda but george tinda known for you know what I'm saying grabbing coochies and doing the whatnots with it and that's probably one of the most terrible things especially with that nazar guy who was molesting all the little girls uh, who were in the gymnastics like this is a person whose job is to touch to say fondle but be you know what i'm saying in the holiest of holies and then, you know, have it be your word against theirs. And, you know, they're a professional, supposedly. And, you know, they're in the business of being in the hoo-hahs and the whatnots. And, you know, it, it's so terrible that it's... And I almost wonder, like, how much money people or, or companies put off to the side as a budgetary item and uh you know just it's just part of the bills part of the checks and balances like all right we're gonna have some lawsuits we're gonna do this we're gonna do that we gotta you know put this much up and when i was reading more about the story and again you can you're gonna definitely find links and articles to everything that i'm covering on here maybe some some stuff that i even skip over but if you look at the show notes you'll find the links or you can do your googles i imagine if you're listening to me you know how to do your googles so you can do that and I take a look at stuff like this has been popping off there since the 90s. So it's so as as much as I get upset about the Me Too movement kind of making it making things more PR and HR hectic and, you know, saying the sayings of silly shit, you know, that cost me my gig. Uh, but at the same time, like people more importantly, women have been in the shits with with things like this for so long, not being heard, you know, not being understood, not being believed that, you know, again, it's something can, it's just going to be dismissed because I never heard about this name in the news. So just the fact that they now crying up. Oh, yep. We got to do the settlement. Yep. It was due to this guy. All right. Next story. 
Like, we can't just easily dismiss these things. And I would hope that, because I, I could just imagine just the way I, I got swindled. Like, there's a lot of, you know what I'm saying, fake news and uh, false allegations that go on. But for those that are, you know, really hurt and they're, you know, really, you know, tracked through the, you know, through the mud and who have to live uh, with the scarlet letter of swords and all this just, and all this hurt, like, I pray that not only can you voice yourself, not only can you stand, but that you can join with other sisters and other brothers who, again, who who go through the, you know, the rigmarole of not being believed and not being understood, that, you know, you can find peace and that you can hopefully get to justice at the end of the day. And, you know, and I guess in, in this case, you know, get your piece of cake, boo. Yeah, but speaking, though, of... Uh, the Silicon Valley stuff from earlier. I'm going to switch it over to some business news that was definitely in some close relations uh, because I've been seeing Saudi Arabia in the news like crazy this past week, both from a connection with the reporter, and I'm so sorry, I don't have the name in front of me right now, that had gone missing. And then days after, you know, the claim of missing, the Trump had made a statement saying, oh, he's probably dead. And, and then after them saying his death, they're saying that, oh, that he had some kind of ties to, you know, some radical Muslims out there, which if he did, why the heck would he be going back and forth trying to report on them? Because you don't snitch them people out. And why would they want to, you know, lose someone who's a contributing member and be killed by one of their own, which I mean, I can understand they're being I mean, I, I mean, they, they do freaking public rapings out in the streets. So, I mean, I know that they're not really a matter of honor out there. Um, but anyways, and that's that's uh, I guess that's a whole other discussion for another day. Um, but Silicon Valley had gotten um, some donations again from some Saudi Arabian princes or whatever uh, for the amount of six point two million. I'm sorry, six point two billion in in their tech. Mind you, Silicon Valley known for being for all their you know tech startups and whatnot. Uh, these people are investing into technology like. Things like Lyft and Uber and uh, who knows what other kind of, you know, autonomous kind of technology, which I imagine with the, you know, good folks, you know, getting bombed and whatnot at all times that, you know, they're going to they're gonna need uh, some kind of uh, heat seeking, you know, some sorts of transportation or to get things out. But what trips me out the most is that with all these deals, and again, going back to Trump and just knowing that he's had a lot of businesses go under in his name, but because he kind of had like a unlimited pool of money to, you know, seem to dick from, he was able to move on to the next one. And you're only known sometimes, you know, for your, um, you know, for your accomplishments or for, you know, your, your big business moves and not so much the things that fall under because you could sell it by that time or you could change the name of it so that, again, it's out of your name, out of sight and out of mind. And that's probably one of the most dangerous things about what we're seeing is that he's known to be this great businessman but the, and, and again you can't you know be great with having a couple of failures under your belt but that's something that we don't mention at all and obviously nothing that he's going to want to bring to anybody's attention and although we do hear about greats you know and all the l's that they took until they finally got their w but 
that's not the case in what we hear about this kid. So with that being said, we can't really trust what we do here because whether or not he wants to claim fake news or whatever, like he's not the best businessman. He is a businessman. And when we see him, you know, do these tricks of the trade where, you know, he's wheeling and dealing and nothing against, you know, the Saudis or the Shiites, all the folks, you know, saying that go, you know, they're amongst that tier. But it what worries me is that we're going to see our allies like Israel, you know, get shit on uh, due to one of these deals. And it's only going to hurt them. And it just makes me wonder, what the, I don't know what the state of, of you know, our, uh, you know, allyship and our nemesis is, especially, you know, what I'm saying if there's all these, you know, backdoor deals that are popping off and obviously, you know, as much debt as we carried. You know, if we are trying to, again, will and deal to, you know, to get whatever kind of cut to, you know, eliminate whatever kind of our debt, like, I can only see this going bad. And I don't know. It's it's, it's scary in that regard. But I, I suggest that you do your Googles, y'all. Look into that to yourselves and uh, kind of get a bit more information before you start tripping and start worrying. But, I mean, come on now. It's like when you not to not to say to be wary of foreigners, you think know, that I come uh, of a descent that you know that's foreign, I guess you could say. So, but again, in the same token, like you know, notice the patterns and be hip to what's going on. I mean, I guess that's the whole point of listening to this and keeping up with the news and whatnot. And uh, but I guess you know, in the realm of business, and you know, it, it goes on as it goes on brothel owner turned politician which i, I love and thought was hilarious uh dennis something i don't have his last name uh but he was found dead at love ranch so this is the same dude who owns bunny ranch and you know for y'all that don't know prostitution is very legal in the state of nevada and uh this dude you know owned a couple you know what I'm saying of these love ranches uh, and i guess this most specifically i was called love ranch and what tripped me out the most is that Former Arizona Sheriff Joe Arpaio, who I guess is homies to this cat, was out there. And the big kick about Sheriff Joe is that he's supposedly very conservative Republican. Uh, he was known as, you know, the most hardcore sheriff in the in the country. And uh, he, as far as, you know, what conservatives go for or, you know, like to lead a public image about is that they're very against these sort of things. Now, mind you, when you have donors, you know, that hook it up with a whole lot of moolah, you know, you're going to tend to, you know, be with the ish that, you know, that they provide. And I laughed that after he had a big falling from grace from losing his uh, his sheriff, uh, Estige, um, you know, he kind of, you know, just kind of, you know, fell down swinging. And he, who supposedly had left the party at about 10, you know, 10 p.m. to his hotel room, which I'm pretty sure if he's home, he's with the owner of a brothel, he's going to send you a hoe or two. Like, uh, how could he not? You know what I'm saying? What are friends for? If not, you know what I'm saying, to give the perks. Um, but I laugh that uh, the person who had reported, you know, I guess, you know, dude, it might have been a heart attack. They're not suspecting any sort of foul play. But the person who had to reach out to authorities was none other than former, uh, I don't know, I don't know if it's former because I think he's still dicking out there, um, but porn star Ron Jeremy, which I'm wondering, like, what kind of party was going on and how much coke was everybody doing that Ron Jeremy had to, had to be the voice of reason to be like, hey, you know what, we need to call the authorities. I think this nigga's dead.
So, um, yeah, it's probably not the most laughing matter, you know, RIP and condolences out to him. But, you know, he had to be some kind of person and be, live a certain sort of life, you know, saying to be owning brothels and then getting into politics because if there's any one bit of uh, uh, merchandise that, 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 you know, that's a gift that keeps on giving and then you can wash and reuse, that's the power of pussy. And this man was uh, most definitely, without any flattery of the word, a motherfucking pimp. All right, but speaking of uh, former pimps and uh, I guess more like player, especially for the, you know, for the dude who made that whole scene like Celine Dion, uh, Mr. R.I.P. Mr. Mac Miller, he, uh, his death apparently had taken a big toll on uh, Miss Ariana Grande uh, and I guess the whole Pete Davidson, you know, engagement. And what really tripped me out, and I guess it wasn't, I mean, it was not too hard to believe, you know, when you hear or you see so much publicity on people that, you know, supposedly live private lives. Not so much Ariana Grande, but, you know, Pete Davidson. And, you know, he wasn't ready for all the attention, all the backlash, all the ish talking that I'm pretty sure he got because people slay in the comments, man. And that's where the scum of the earth live. That's where you can find me. I'm on social media's hat, so bopple. But um, I started tripping when I saw a news article and it's always TMZ reporting all the, you know, spilling all the tea. Um, but they showed that, you know, Pete Davidson had uh, gotten that tattoo, that little bunny tattoo of, of hers shaded in to make it look like a heart. So soon as you see that, soon as you see them cover-ups on the tattoos, like, you know, like, this shit went down. And obviously him being off uh, social media, you're not going to see a report from his publicist or anything like that. Uh, and then, yeah, not too long afterwards, I guess whatever matching tattoo that they that they had had together, then Arianda had uh, had gotten covered up or been reported seeing getting it covered up. And and what sources are saying is that the Mac Miller's death, you know, it took a lot of, you know, it took a big toll in that. And I'm not too sure if that had given unequated feelings of how much she was missed or maybe it put her in some sort of depression because I know she was canceling some sort of tour dates. You know, not, I guess, being in the best of spirits to, you know, be out there and perform, which, I mean, especially with her Celine Dion, um, you know, impression, like, you know, she has, you know, there, there's, there's a bit of the scandal and the drama that, you know, comes apart with being a theatrical person. And I'm not, again taking anything away from having to go through the grieving process because i can't imagine how tough that has to be especially if you felt guilty especially if people you know are throwing all this shade saying that you might have been to blame or you know i mean no one should be anybody's crutch or you know result of happiness or stability and so no one deserves that kind of pressure um, but, you know, it can't be safe, you know, and it can't be healthy, especially if you're, you know, trying to have a, you know, your own adventure or, you know, start your own life. And one of the things that I hate kind of getting into people's business like this, but B. Davidson, who, again, he is on SNL, he definitely has, you know, gotten a big bump in publicity due to the, you know, to the relationship status or uh, just the relationship in general that he had with Ariana Grande. Uh, I wouldn't imagine that this dude had buku buckets of money. So when I heard about, you know, this $100 million or whatever engagement ring that he had given her, um, there was a lot of speculation saying that, uh, you know, maybe she had bought it for herself because, you know, to save face or to add to the, oh, let's see it kind of uh, talk that always comes from engagement, which I hate, which uh, made me just 
you know, not want to deal with anything like that. Uh, supposedly she had given the ring back. So I'm thinking, man, well, good for him because I'm pretty sure if he did have to pay for it, he had to really get a, you know, expand his credit line to be able to afford such shenanigans. Uh, but who knows how exactly that works and, uh, you know, who did what and, and, uh, and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I can't imagine how tough that would be just be, being able to do with that. And I know I get ish, you know what I'm saying, for not publicizing my relationship, for not posting all these pictures and, you know what I'm saying, letting the world know, you know, that I'm on lockdown with a bottle and chain and, you know what I'm saying, that babies and, and whatnot. But, you know, like, who for, who is that for? You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm fishing for hoes or something like that that, you know, that needs to be worried about. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even on my, I ain't even on my celebrity tip yet. But just you wait. Um, and actually, I want another thing that I guess crapped me up in the uh, entertainment news, which if you didn't know, that's what we're doing right now. Um, Janelle Evans, who I don't know if this hoes a, a teen mom OG or if he's on that new show, but she was definitely in season two and the kid's eight years old now. So, I mean, you know, going strong, you know what I'm saying, with all these cameras around her. Uh, well, she most recently was recorded pulling out a gun on someone through some kind of like traffic cutoff situation. And now they're trying to, and I'm not sure if this is her spin on it, because I, I I don't take domestic violence to be any anything uh, of a joke. Even though, you know, I, I worked uh, in a domestic violence shelter for a, a good chunk of time, and I definitely saw a lot of effery that you know what I'm saying people just you know do what they do to get out of situations. Um, but she's trying to say that her husband had broke her collarbone, and you know I guess had left her on edge. And, uh, you know, that's why, you know, she had the road rage that she did, which, I, I mean, you can you can call that a valid excuse. Um, but then at the same time, you can say she probably isn't the person with utmost um, bits of common sense having her eight year old in front of the car. But she got a lot of slack for it because they say unless you're a certain height and weight or at the least age of 12, probably shouldn't have your kids in the front. I can't lie, you know what I'm saying? I have a little ishy coop, you know what I'm saying? Hoopty of sorts that, you know, because the AC situation, you know, if I got my baby rolling with me, I want him to be up in front so and get a little bit of air, you know what I'm talking about? But, again, that wasn't the case for her, and I'm not going to make any excuses for the bitch. But, yeah, so she was she was in the news over that. Um, I hope that uh, she's out of that domestic violence situation. But unfortunately, statistically speaking, if you're able to take a lick and claim he done done it or she done did it because uh, they love you, you're probably dumb enough to kind of continue with that. And we probably shouldn't be talking about you anymore because you're going to be doing the same dumb old things and no one can stop you. Uh, but one thing that I guess could have been stopped that I felt really bad about uh, somewhat, kind of, because, I mean, she was saying racist-ish, so, I mean, she got her, she dug herself in the own hole, which, you know, uh, she had reported that she understood, uh, but Roseanne, she got killed off of her own show, and mind you, she had gotten in some trouble because she was saying some racist things online, uh, apparently there was a half-black person that she, who she thought supposedly was Jewish, um, and she was kind of creating all this, uh, mythos about you know uh planet of the apes uh, but you know as we all know when you know when a white person and mind you she's jewish i don't know if you count that really as white because uh, most you know woods won't you know consider you that um 
she called some chick like some she was gonna plan the ape reference and I guess she was being more political than racial, but because the chick who doesn't even look black was half black or some you know whatever twenty three and me percentage of black, uh, they took it as a racial slur. So ABC not being with the shits, you know what I'm saying, we're quick to you know cut her off. And finally, because, you know, they were going to cancel the show and they just, you know, had a really phenomenal first season uh, being a reboot of a show that she had in the 90s. Um, you know, they rebranded it, called it The Connors. And again, they killed her off. And I guess the most hilarious, messed up part of it, the way that they killed her off was due to an opioid overdose, which, mind you, it's timely, but that's effed. Like, no one had backed her up you know publicly from the show which again when you're dealing with people's money uh, especially which i mean you have to commit so much of your life in order to you know be able to be on set to move out to you know whatever i mean people you know probably make moves of home improvements or you know getting houses or cars or whatever so you know they're putting themselves on the line expecting to have this work so for that to go away over some dumb comments like i can understand people not wanting to dig themselves any deeper uh you know especially if they got dead on the line so i can understand people not backing her which is messed up but whatever i mean people got to make their money and we've seen this too when the um all the ish with the uh, marvel uh stuff had popped off with gardens of the galaxy 3 when james gunn uh for whatever reason people were digging up old stuff and they found some kind of old pedophile joke that he had made from like years back and people have nothing but love for this cat but because they dug up some old tweets and you know they made the allegations and obviously that being a no-no and you know right now we're you know living in real taboo times um you know no one wanted to back them up because hey they're contractually obligated to do this and i'm pretty sure you know it ain't cheap to you know what i'm saying to uh, you know say to live the lives and and lifestyles that they have so you know everyone's real hush hush besides batista who again made his money in wrestling so he don't care about all the liberal hollywood politic and you know he was the only one that really stood up for the cat so i appreciate when people are able to do that not having to speak in code or you know in super subtle uh, you know, undertones like my dude Chris Pratt unfortunately was doing and God bless him for, you know, being able to throw out the Bible verses, but no one really defended him. So again, that's unfortunately the kind of cutthroat sort of uh, mentality that folks are in. I mean, imagine we done people's money again and people's families like, hey, no one's no one's going to risk nothing for nobody. You know what I'm saying? This ain't the streets where, you know, it's all about the loyalty and no, no, no. We, we have our own things we got to take care of. You and your nonsense can, you know what I'm saying, can go out with the birds because, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> point blank. And, uh, and that's what happened. And what, what I thought was messed up because it was like, mind you, the show is not to be taken as the most dramatic or what have you. It could be campy at times. It could be super just, you know, fun, you know, just whatever. Because uh, I, I, I haven't watched any new episodes, but I did, I did peep how they, you know, how they faked her death and how they found all these pills everywhere. Mind you, timely as because you know that that's an epidemic it, it is a thing where you know you might not think people are shooting up heroin and whatnot which again is a very last resort especially when it's so easy to get prescription pills you know not only to get prescription yourself but to get them from others you know who you know trying to make a quick buck like it's uh it's no doubt very easy and a very slippery slope 
And, uh, of course, you know, it's a big F you to her Republican exploits. You know what I'm saying? You could say the liberal media really gave it to her and, uh, you know, didn't, didn't let her off on a, on an easy note, but hopefully she's getting a kickback from it. I heard that she's doing comedy again. So hopefully we can talk, we can hear her talk her shit. And I'm, I'm at, at least excited for that part, for that part, for that, for that part. All right, so really quickly, because I'm, I'm not the biggest sports fan. I don't mess with anything that's outside of my home team, which Cardinals really shit the bed this past one against the Broncos. Um, but Canelo Alvarez, who I can't stand, I don't back, no matter what my Latino heritage uh, will want to admit, um, he had signed this five-year deal where he, you know, has 11 fights, you know, again, fight within five years, which doesn't sound like much, uh, for $365 million. Now, mind you, I could be hating because that's a whole lot of money, and I could do a whole lot, take care of debts, invest in certain things and whatnots, but I get mad because, again, his most recent fight that I did watch um, at a family gathering against Triple G, who... Honestly, I felt like he had lost to the very first time, point blank. And again, the second time, I got to give it up to Triple G again. And yet, for whatever reason, and, and it's because they, you know, <laughs> man, the, the thing too about Latino community, and I guess maybe this might just be with every race in general, you're, for the most part, especially in sports, especially in high contact sports like this, your race is who backs you. So, you know, if you're some German fighter, please believe all the Nazis, they got your back. You know what I'm saying? If you see an Italian, please believe all of Italy, they got your back. You see a Mexican fighter, please believe all of the Raza, they got your back. And unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? We, we, you know, we reproduce and populate like nobody's business, like mother effing bunnies. So there's a whole lot of us. So there's a whole lot of backing. So there's a whole lot of, you know, people behind this cat. And I'm not too sure if that's what they're seeing. They see that he, you know, is responsive and, uh, and, uh, what, what do they call it? Um, not, a, not an inspiration. Uh, you know, saying he's, uh, I can't even think of the freaking word. But you know he has a lot. Of, he has a lot of attention on him. He's young. You know. You know he's not ugly. You know, saying he he can pass for a white boy because he looks like a freaking ginger. Like there's a lot of uh, celebrity factor in this kid. Uh, again, can't stand him. His, and I guess you know cockiness just comes with the territory of being a fighter. Uh, but Triple G, you know, doubt was a very humble man. Again, damn near twice his senior, and. Uh, who again if he can stack up to a young and like this like it should have been known like give it to the guy you know what i'm saying like he's almost out the door give it to the guy but no man they really want to they're really trying to prop this kid for you know for greatness or for whatever and because you know they see it the numbers are there so i mean it landed him this deal so definitely good for him but you know not to say that he's undeserving of it because people they got to train they got to take their licks and whatnot but there's no doubt in my mind that, you know, when looking at stats, when looking at, you know, fights, that's like, dude, who are you blowing? Who did you sell your soul to that you're able to say, get this deal? You know, saying, good for you, you know what I'm saying, being able to make that much money. Uh, but yeah, so I, 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 you know what I'm saying, so there's a little bit of haterism in me, you know, about that. Only, again, especially just knowing that there was someone who was better than him that didn't get the shine, that didn't get the love, that didn't get the props, and he's reaping the benefits. 
So, I mean, it just goes to show that, you know, life ain't really fair, and uh, that's something that we got to deal with. All right, so making our way downtown to the uh, science and tech portion of the show, uh, Stephen Hawkins was in the news recently, and I'm not too sure if the book came after his death, because I know his daughter had to help with it, um, but he had made his claims, and I guess he's, he said it before in the past, but uh, what I guess got the headlines out there was that he was saying that there's no God. And um, that, of course, always bones me. I want to have to hear that, you know, someone who made it through entire... And I, I, I expect nothing less from a scientist and whatnot, especially people who just deal with numbers and figures and things that, you know, you can prove. Uh, not so much things with spirit. And since he, you know, kind of got dealt a shitty hand, like I can't take it from him that he'd have, you know, all this animosity. Uh, but people at least usually kind of gleam on the, you know, side of believing something's out there. But uh, he was more about uh, black holes and, uh, you know, automation and whatnot. But anyways, when he threw it out there that, you know, that, that there was, again, throwing, you know, his belief. Um, I started thinking to myself, like, dude, who is he? And my we're all we're all entitled to our opinion, and because he was, you know, well-renowned scientist, of course, you know, his opinion mattered to a lot of people. Um, but I'm thinking to myself, like, what did he give us that you know makes him so famous? To where we're gonna take this and you know want to live by what he did? Like, what he what what has he done for us that you know that that he contributed such a big factor to? And he didn't invent anything. He was, again, just more or less, you know, on the cusp of agreeing with Albert Einstein, who, again, was a believer of God. And, you know, things in a lot of his theories that he had thrown out there. So he really just proved some of them. Uh, and I guess he was really, again, literally into black holes and just, uh, I guess, power behind them. And there's no doubt that whether it's a teleportation device or whether it's a, you know, a, a succubus into uh, the unknown of nothing, um, you know, I, I guess he proved something about how light can be reflected by it. So he figured out some kind of measurement for it. But kind of like in the, in the words of Arizona Verse, when we're talking ish about uh, Bernie Sanders not making the cut, unfortunately, when the Democrat party had settled on Hillary and even though you know he had been out there in the trenches with MLK and whatnot from back in the day I guess the ultimate tagline was like what have you done for me lately like why should we care about you now and ultimately again it's not like he invented something that we live with you know day in and day out nothing that helps our lives in any way to sense so there's nothing that I can give a f about this guy other than you know he looked funny and unfortunately you know he had the ALS and I'm not too sure if anyone ever dumped him with a bucket of ice water because uh, I probably would have ruined his computer thing unless it was waterproof because I imagine dude had the money for it um but yeah I hope he rots in hell no offense I wouldn't want that upon me but you know I don't know I didn't like that that was a tagline and that there was no other reference other than that he had mentioned and he had answered that quick question that he doesn't you know believe in that but for someone who you know looks to the stars uh for these things like how could that not have just been something that you believed in and just wondered okay well maybe it just wasn't a favorite but whatever uh moving on apple they finally uh are allowing for people to download their own data which apparently facebook and uh, other big companies allow you to do especially when you leave like obviously they have a copy of yours uh stuff because whatever you sign the terms and agreements and what you know what theirs is theirs and it just happened to be yours you can get a copy of it 
uh, it was weird because when I was trying to look this stuff up, like it just kind of kept on getting like blank screens over it. So I could just imagine what kind of information that they've had, you know, f as far as me being an iPhone user for, for so long. Uh, but yeah, again, if you've been using the products, they know a lot about you. Um, they, I'm sure, uh, I don't know how the hell they sell the things, but you can get a copy of it and you just, you can do Google's and just, you know, type in Apple and downloading your data. And I can't imagine, um, what companies do with all the information they use and what they believe they know from us. And I'll be honest with you, I've developed multiple scripts of uh, personalities, you know, trying to, you know, get people off my, you know what I'm saying, off my trails, uh, so to speak, and both the things they click on, both the things that I view, the likes that I give. Like, I'm, I'm very cautious about that stuff, unfortunately, to where it just, I don't even know who the real me is. Who am I? what's going on that's the end of technology news all right so i'm going to jump into health right now and kind of skim through a couple things that i feel are very important uh the feds recently proposed a rule that would require drug makers to disclose uh prices for medications over what would cost 35 dollars a month in their tv ads so i mean you might as well know what it's going to cost you if they're you know listing what kind of anal blockage or leakage you know you're going to get from taking the damn thing and I felt like that was a really good idea. I'm surprised that it's taken this long for them to include this kind of stuff. Medications can be very costly. Unfortunately, that's probably one of the biggest milkers from state Medicare and Medicaid that we see because they know they can milk the system. And again, don't get me started on how much I hate talking about I loathe the healthcare system and unfortunately again I've worked for them um, you know in different entities you know for a long time and you know that paid the bills and please believe you know what I'm saying there ain't no dirtier money than knowing you know what I'm saying what kind of piece of ish organizations you have to be a part of in order to pay the bills but again you do what you got to do uh, and I, I, I appreciate that now they can at least disclose that. Now, how they can figure out what's going to cost $135 a month, unfortunately, it's going to probably be what their loophole is because they can say, oh, well, you know, some people are subject to, you know, whatever and, you know, their dosages. So I don't know if they're going to be able to squeak on by because of that. But surely anything that I would hope that doesn't come out of the insurance because mind you you can hopefully if you have insurance have a thing and maybe pay 10 15 dollars okay but how much is the insurance paying for it and of course is they're going to be paying a lot because why else would your premium go up every damn year and you end up having to pay a whole lot more just to not get you know tanked when it comes to you know tax season so again a lot of bs in that regard y'all should definitely do you googles y'all if ever want to hear me rant and rave y'all can always find me on most social media that's so popular uh but yeah they're finally doing that that's good you know they, they should have been with this for, for a good minute now. Uh, speaking of which, what's been going on for a good minute now, there's been some kind of like polio-like illness that's been paralyzing children. And it still remains a mystery of what the cause is, but health officials from the CDC are confirming that uh, there's been cases in about 22 states. So again, polio, which I figure we had done gotten over and figured out you know how to cure and not to deal with it's making a big comeback so like not only is the plague you know coming in one which way or another aids coming back in the form of ebola now we got this doing its thing and i mean if there's not another sign of the time showing that we need a population control like it's it's this and it's terrible because i mean it's affecting the children and if there's anything more precious more innocent 
and more bastardly. It's you know, saying it's the kids. So definitely be on alert uh, for that. And for all my brothers out there, uh, there's been a lot of distrust again in the healthcare systems, which I totally understand. And a lot of that keeps minorities, especially black men, from getting screenings, uh, for, most specifically for prostate cancer. I know I haven't gone to the doctors. I don't want nobody with the, you know, with their finger in my booty hole trying to look around. But apparently, we're not only twice as likely uh, to, you know, especially men are more likely to be able to get prostate cancer. Uh, minorities, you know, black men in general, as far as you know, this NPR article that you'll see in the in the show notes, um, you know, are twice as likely compared to whites to, to actually get it, some kind of prostate cancer. So again, whether it be the stigma, whether it be the manliness, whether it be just not having healthcare coverage in general, to go get checked out, it is very important. I pray that I don't have to deal with that, but... You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Just how if you effing on whatever kind of community pussy out there thinking that you ain't going to catch nothing because, you know, she's your bottom bitch. Like, that don't mean nothing. You got to get checked out. You got to look. You won't know until you find out. And, uh, you know, you know, like the lottery. You know, you won't, you can't win if you don't play. But you can definitely lose from that mug regardless of you checking up on it. So please do that and then also on a final note to wrap up health news because you know i'm just plowing through it and uh, i probably didn't pick the best time to record this it's very early on in the morning as i'm sure you will see when this thing posts but they're saying that memes may be a contributing factor to teen obesity now, i'm gonna i'm gonna try to read an article here that i found from cnn health and I guess it's been a bad, you know, few weeks for memes. And this is all due to some Swedish uh, studies that have been going on. And I guess UK have also had their own little obesity crisis as of late. But they're saying that memes carry dangerous health-related messages. Uh, and I guess shed light to very unhealthy eating habits. And we all seen that fat little Asian kid. You know, how many pieces do I want? How many pieces do you have? Or, you know, they use that to caption free food and all this nonsense. And obviously, like, the um, that story of the, uh, uh, or you see, like, the dude looking at a chick and his girlfriend's, like, making that scallop face. I forget what that's called. It had some kind of name to it. But that, obviously, misogynistic in its own right. So not only does that kind of cause the, you know, the, the thread of, uh, you know, you looking out and about. But, again, we get very... I mean, <laughs> I mean, unhealthy lifestyles from just, you know, from the content that we consume, but also, I guess, the behavioral aspects that come from, you know, memes have kind of been like the hieroglyphs of this generation, like truly foretold, like that's just how things are. So apparently from the ages of 13 to 16, that's the biggest consumer of meme culture. As, I mean, I, please believe when I was in a company email, I'd send some kind of meme along with it just because not only if it's hilarity, but whatever relevance that you actually find from it. So, again, I didn't see how there was a link to obesity, but sometimes we take things way too literally and, you know, it can really shape, you know, where you know where our minds go and what we cement into and it's a whole lot easier to be a fat person nowadays not because of less scrutiny or you know probabilities of being bullied but just more sense that you know you're able to embrace your fattiness because there's so many other fatties out there in the world god bless us 
because uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna need some sort of reform and i don't see memes going away you know but again there's links and studies can be hot garbage but you know you kind of you can't front where facts are coming from so on that note before i bid you adieu i do want to hit you uh with a couple creepy facts to hopefully have linger to haunt you to tickle you to do whatever it is that it do uh, but let's go right into it number one every picture that you pose for could be the one used for your obituary now if you have five siblings one of you will attend five funerals and another one will attend none now a brain aneurysm could occur at any time killing you instantly with no warning so every breath could possibly be your last so enjoy them now, if you were to eventually go insane, you may never know it. CPR only works 7% of the time outside of a hospital environment. So all those with the CPR and CPR card. Now, you could have contracted rabies six years ago, and you might not even know about it until December 2018. And then by then, it'll be too late. Now, at some, perhaps many points in your life, a stranger has thought about killing you. We truly have very little knowledge of what lurks in the deep, dark depths of the ocean. No, nigga, I don't think it's Aquaman. Now, if you have children, you only have about 1,000 weekends left with them before they're adults. Now, there are so many as 100,000 active missing person cases in the U.S. at any given time. Now, according to the FBI, there are 30 to 50 active serial killers on the loose in the U.S. It's terrible. There are at least eight nuclear weapons that are known to be missing somewhere on Earth. There is a fungus that releases spores that allows the spore to control ants. And then it proceeds to make the ant kill itself. And I'm pretty sure we have that kind of technology if you ever watch Kingsman. Anesthesia awareness occurs when someone go quote unquote goes under but is still conscious. This person can feel every cut and every shift but can't do a damn thing about it. Same like, like sleep paralysis. Ugh. In Japan, cell phones will release a shutter sound when a photo is taken, even if it's on um, silent. And this is because there's a big problem with people taking quote unquote sneaky photos of girls in public. Yeah, a lot of cooter shots in Japan. Is it Japan? Yeah. Now, there's a huge amount of illnesses that have no cure. And aren't even treatable. Kind of like being an asshole. And you aren't guaranteed old age. Now at some point. You and your friends played outside together for the last time. And you didn't even realize it. 54 million people. That are alive right now. Will be dead within the next 12 months. And on a possibly totally related or unrelated note, 
but serial killers have been known to keep their victims alive and locked up for years. Alrighty, so on that happy note, ladies and gentlemen, again, I want to thank you so much for listening. If you've been keeping up with the show, again, there's going to be more better things to come, no matter how uh, negative the past uh, bone-chilling fun facts have been. It's just to make you think. It's just to hopefully have you look at the other side. Hopefully to not allow you to focus on the negative that, you know, is in front of you. Know that, you know, we're given obstacles. Know that if you're a believer and, you know, the enemy is messing with you, it's just because you're strong and that you ain't getting weak. And the stronger you is, the tougher the obstacles then become because all we can do is level up, you know. And all we can do is continue, tread forward, continue on believing, hopefully supporting and being there for one another. And know that if ever you want to get at me, whether it's to talk your ish, whether it's to just to do whatever, you can always reach me on most social medias by going uh, and, you know, putting a little at sign uh, and type it in Soulpapo. Again, that's S-O-U-L-P-A-P-O. Again, most social medias, not even kidding. Um, if ever you wanted to become a producer of the show, by all means, you can always go to www.patreon.com slash soapapple. Again, S-O-U-L-P-A-P-O. Please uh, subscribe, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's on the SoundClouds or whatever other so, uh, podcast services on Android devices. Know that I am on them. And right now, because of the original uh, YouTube kind of being taken down over some nonsense, uh, you can always find me in the YouTubes at, again, Soulpapo. Most social medias, yo, S-O-U-L-P-A-P-O. Uh, go on and be about it, cuh. Uh, and, and I don't know if, if y'all rocked with me having the little slippets of movies and stuff in between. Um, I unfortunately haven't been in the uh, position to be able to enjoy a feature flick in order to, you know, get new inspiration and stuff to kind of slice in between these things. But usually when that happens this is when I'm super inspired. And uh, not to say that I haven't been inspired lately because I've been having, you know, a lot of epiphanies of, of sorts. But... Uh, you know, it's kind of giving to you all, all straight, no filler, you know, in the vanilla. And, uh, yeah, I, I hope that y'all can be well. And uh, as always, God bless you. I came.